Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to season three of the Agile World, where we discuss customer and employee experience, organizational and workforce transformation, and how business can adapt and continually improve in an Agile age. The Agile World podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full stack technology services, talent services, and real world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed in this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World podcast. Welcome to a special episode of the show brought to you by Attribution, an advanced multi-touch attribution company that empowers every marketer with the data to convert more buyers and maximize ROI. You can learn more about Attribution at www.attributionapp.com. Today, we're going to talk about the power of doing marketing attribution well and the impact that it can have on your marketing objectives. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome David Hiltner, CEO of Attribution. David, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, love the topic, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking forward to talking about this with you. So why, why don't you start by giving a little background on attribution and, and your role there? Yeah, so I'm a recently hired uh, CEO of Attribution. I'm actually uh, was a user of Attribution at four other organizations where I led the uh, the growth teams at those uh, locations, uh, three startups and a um, and an enterprise uh, organization. But I used Attribution to really kind of guide and understand better the the metrics of our customer journey and our our customers and our users. And uh, so lucky enough to uh, to join attribution. I have over uh, 23 years digital marketing experience in a variety of uh, areas, uh, including social, uh, paid advertising, um, both in the B2C and the B2B world. Um, and uh, But more recently, I'd say like the last seven years, uh, really dove more into the, uh, the growth uh, side of things uh, on the marketing side. And uh, you know, analytics uh, were a big part of, uh, or is a big part of, you know, what I do best, I think now, uh, more than anything else, uh, looking for areas of correlation and uh, ways to, uh, to really kind of drive uh, new opportunities uh, through demand gen uh, centric uh, programs. So I'm, I'm happy to be here and excited to, uh, to be talking to you about this. Yeah, well, let's start our conversation about attribution by just yeah. defining things and making sure that, that everybody understands what we're talking about. So how would you define multi-touch marketing attribution and what are the benefits? What happens uh, in today's day and age, I think there's a lot of uh, uh, variables when a customer comes in and 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 eventually buys your product, right? So I think that what ends up happening is um, a customer doesn't just you know magically think of your company and then come in and, and buy. I mean, it probably does happen occasionally, but um, right. but it's probably it's not the norm, right? So in in most cases, what ends up happening is uh, uh, from a from a, a customer journey standpoint, a customer comes in through awareness, something that you've done, whether it's through a piece of content, uh, maybe an ABM campaign uh, that you had that was uh, sponsored content or something like that, that really kind of drove uh, that user into uh, who you are and what, what you're about uh, through some type of educational piece. Um, and then at that point, they got to know your company. And so they started doing more research and they they notice that, hey, look, we have a need here. And so they go through the consideration stage. And so you have some campaigns to help kind of 
uh, manage that process. So there's other pieces of content or whether it's an ad campaign, whatever it may be, uh, the, the customer then sees you again, comes back and, and looks again around and, and starts to define like their criteria of making a, a buying decision. Right. So, and then at the end of the day, they, they probably pick out uh, two to three different uh, vendors that they're deciding on uh, during the buying stage. And, uh, and again, this is where your, where your campaigns come into, uh, into play and, you know, they may do something, it could be something as, uh, as simple as like last touch and, uh, you know, they come in uh, through a branding campaign and, and then they come in and buy at that point. All of that is extremely valuable, I think. Um, and understanding uh, those correlations as much as possible will help you make better decisions in terms of like uh, how that, that customer DNA um, interacts with your product. And the reason why I say DNA is because uh, basically, I think that, you know, every, even if you're in the same industry, the customer journey is a little bit different. It doesn't matter what company you're at or who you are. If you're in, even if you're, like I said, if you're in the same industry, there's still, a, there's nuances on how the customer interacts with your product and the type of content that they, they digest. And, uh, also the type of ad campaigns that they're running as well, like how people are interacting with your messaging and, and all of that, that kind of plays into that that whole customer journey play um, through the funnel process. And so really trying to understand that through analytics um, and in it helping, you know, kind of guide you through that process is, is extremely important. So when I, when I think of multi-touch attribution, I think of like the DNA of the customer and really kind of trying to understand that as best as possible and then making better decisions uh, through whether, like I said, like whether it's through content, you know, when you're, if you if you're if you're uh, you know if you write a piece of content that's a, a great blog piece that brings people in uh, that educates them in the market and you see that hey look we brought in a lot of uh, opportunities uh, through this piece of content maybe we want to replicate that as much as possible through the same maybe a, a similar topic or you know kind of going down that path so anyway so that's how I see um, attribution and really kind of really defining how you optimize your campaigns or your content and, and the customer journey to, uh, to better facilitate, um, better opportunities. And ultimately at the end of the day, um, more sales and, and revenue. What are some of the key challenges marketers have in doing multi-touch attribution? Well, I think it's hard, you know, to pull all this data. I mean, marketers are influxed with tons and tons of data um, that that's coming in throughout the funnel process, right? I think what attribution does is it allows you to, you know, be able to pull all this data, um, all these different sources, uh, merge them and then analyze them. And the, the platform itself gives you like the opportunity to get your arms around those data points, um, be able to, you know, really kind of make actionable decisions, whether it's through, you know, organically your content at the top of the funnel, or if it's, we have a branding campaign that's going on and it's a last touch bottom of the funnel type of campaign, um, really understanding like how that all kind of comes together and if it's, if it's valuable to you and your organization or not. So that's what attribution does. It allows you to like really get a really great understanding of those data points and sources and mediums and uh, allows you to make actionable decisions from there. Can you give us a few use cases of multi-touch attribution in action? When I think of the, the challenges that probably happen or what the ma major use cases are for attribution, I think that there's actually three uh, different use cases on how, I, uh, how I've used attribution in the past. And one is um, 
understanding, you know, for budgeting purposes, right? Like you want to, like you're going into next year and you have a budget that you're as a, as a marketer, you're, you're looking to like, you know, what, what should our ad budget look like? How many people, how many people on content should we have? Like, what is that? What is, what does that all look like? And, um, with a, with a tool and some analytics, it should be able to kind of guide you in terms of like where your spend should be at and how, how much you should be spending. And, and, and again, it, it really kind of breaks down to, um, from a marketing perspective, uh, really understanding like, you know, Hey, look, we, we got all this content at the top of the funnel. That's great. We have really good, uh, middle of the funnel, um, you know, content or assets that we're, we're pushing out. Uh, whether it's a webinar or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and then we also have some really great uh, bottom of the content um, assets. And then really kind of understanding like which ones uh, of those are um, are really producing at a high level for you. And then, and then kind of banking on that going into, into, the, into the next year. And so you want to make sure that you have the resources allocated for that going into the, into the year. And then at that point, as you're seeing how things are evolving, because the market shifts and, what you were, what was working, you know, six months ago or a year ago might not be working today as much as it was at that point. So you're constantly testing, you're constantly uh, running experiments, you're constantly, um, or you should be uh, constantly understanding like how to better optimize those, those different, um, those different channels that you have that you're running. And so, uh, so you constantly are looking at your budget to see like what, you know, what you should be banking on going in and optimizing your budget throughout the year. So I think uh, a good fiscal uh, responsibility through that, that part of it, I think is, is, is important to really understand like where you should be maybe pulling back on a campaign that's not necessarily generating, it may be generating a lot of leads, um, but might, might not be generating a lot of uh, quality opportunities. And so, um, so again, I think that that's one use case that I think I, I generally um, look at. Uh, the second uh, use case is the traditional like multi-touch attribution, which we just talked about, which is, you know, understanding the DNA of your customer, um, on the customer journey, uh, doing as best as you possibly can to, to, to bank on, you know, which, which platforms are working for you, which ones aren't, um, uh, you know, in some ways, you know, really trying to replicate that, that, um, that experience as much as possible through that journey. Um, whether again, doubling down on maybe a piece of content that's really generating a lot of opportunities and, um, maybe at the top of the funnel where you're, you're driving a lot of quality, um, inbounds or, you know, uh, interest in your product or service and, uh, and then all the way through that funnel process that I spoke about earlier. So, um, so really kind of, uh, you know, understanding that, you know, and it can also be like, you know, webinars and, you know, uh, organic uh, side of things. It doesn't have to be all paid, you know. So, um, so really, that that side of it, really that that traditional side of um, attribution, I think, is extremely important to really, uh, you know, again, um, understanding and um, and optimizing those those different uh, channels uh, throughout the year. And then the third use case, I think, uh, more than anything else, is the uh, from a growth perspective, uh, you're constantly, as I was explaining earlier, you're constantly um, experimenting, right? So you have hypothesis of like different ad channels that are popping up and you want to test out uh, these different channels and really want to see where, you know, hey, I think that, you know, if we build this piece of content, we sponsor this piece of content through this ad channel, what what type of results are we going to get? And we think it's going to be a top of funnel or middle of funnel type of process, as an example. 
Um, but at the end of the day, it comes back and it's like, really, you're getting um, it's it's it is a top of funnel and it comes back and it's like, yeah, we're getting a lot of high quality interest early on. It's first touch. You know, we're, we're really seeing a lot of like, you know, uh, opportunities that are coming through the door at that point. Um, and so it allows you to see like, hey, this is you know, this this channel is, uh, you know, working well for us or maybe it's not and it's not doing quite as well as you thought it was going to. And maybe you can pull back from it and test something else out. So um, so really kind of understanding that that those uh, those different areas also, uh, I think, plays a big role in understanding, you know, again, the customer journey, understanding the funnel process and really kind of helping you get a better return on your investments, uh, whether again, whether it's the different resources on content or organic or uh, paid channels, you know, whatever it may be, webinars, you know, events, you know, all of that uh, play, you know, mm-hmm. different roles. And, uh, and again, gives you, um, I think, a better um, understanding of which direction you should go as a, as a, you know, as a marketer, or even in the, in the data science world. Yeah, so your, your platform attribution has solved for, for these, uh, these types of challenges. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the approach, like how, how you've approached this and, and why you're, you know, why you're unique in this, in this space? The way attribution, I think our uniqueness is more about the ease of um, implementation more than anything else. Um, Setting up uh, attribution modeling uh, can be somewhat trying, I think for most organizations and um, having done it myself, I know from, from my, from my past that that's a, that's definitely something that, uh, could you know slow down that process a little bit, and um, but with attribution, it's a it's a much easier process in terms of onboarding and and getting set up, and you know we have quite a few integrations that we that we've built out and 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 continuously working on. So I think that those are areas that we're we're evolving as an organization. But we also the nice thing about attribution for me at least is that you know as a as a marketer, you know one of the things that we do is we we segment our, our assets that we have that we built, um, whether it's different um, advertising channels um, or uh, the content itself. And we, we try to segment it to, as, as I explained earlier, the different funnel um, pieces, whether it's at the, the awareness stage, consideration or buying stage. And so understanding like those where, you know, these different channels. So give you an example, like you have like a branding um uh, a campaign that you're running through uh, PPC, um, chances are through that branding, uh, it's more bottom of the funnel. You know that as a marketer, when you're building that out, when somebody goes to a search engine and they type in your your brand name, right. chances are they're going to come directly to you because they already had done, they already know who you are, they've already done their research. and But it's still very important at the bottom, right? Because it shows up and it's very easy for the for the user or the consumer or the prospect to come in and then, uh, and then buy at that point, right? So you're making it very easy. So it's an important piece to your, uh, to your marketing mix. So really understanding like where that all kind of comes into it uh, plays a huge role. Um, and I think that with attribution, with our analytics and the, the, the visual aspects that we have of it allows you to see like different uh, reporting uh, 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 items to actually help you make those better decisions. So you can see it all the way through that funnel process, like exactly like, what type of um, uh, engagements you're getting, and then also the the obviously the conversions, and then also the uh, the the revenue that comes in as well. So you you can see the the return on investment um, uh, for each one of those channels, and um, 
and what type of revenue that you're producing from those. So it allows you to make, again, easier decisions uh, fiscally to really kind of understand where you should be maybe doubling down in other areas um, because you're seeing a much higher return on investment and a much faster sales process through that, through that whole, um, that whole journey. So, yeah. um, so again, that's, that's the nice thing about attribution. And again, it's, uh, it's, uh, somewhat, uh, easy to onboard and get started almost, uh, right away. Yeah. And so talking about ROI and, and things, what are metrics of success when you work with a customer? What's, you know, how do you measure, the success of your engagement with them as well as how, how are they looking at, at metrics of success? Yeah, I think that um, ultimately the success is like, Hey, are we, are we able to um, see what type of return on investment we're seeing with our different channels and resources? Meaning that are we able to get a clear picture of what we're, what we're actually doing? Um, are we able to use the, the reports and are we able to use the analytics to really kind of guide us um, and make suggestions um, throughout the throughout that process, and again, it's are we able to optimize uh, uh, essentially? So, like um, as you have different ad channels and you're running different campaigns and you're constantly optimizing those campaigns, are you seeing better results out of that? And um, you know, being able to easily monitor that and kind of build that out, I think, is uh, is, is greatly important um, as we continue to, you know, continue to grow. Um, and from a growth perspective, I think that those are, you know, looking at those areas um, uh, within the channels. Um, I think that uh, that's super important. So I guess if you're you're asking, like, what are the key metrics? I think it's, it kind of comes down to, or the main KPIs, it comes down to, you know, your what your conversion rates are throughout the funnel process uh, for each one of those different areas. And then also what is the return on investment? So what are you seeing back in terms of revenue? Are those opportunities, are you, are you not so much lead gen um, driven or are you more demand gen? And, and the difference is demand gen is driving. You may have less uh, opportunities coming in, but they're higher value and you get more out of them as opposed to lead gen where you're, you're, kind of chasing a much more larger uh, number of uh, leads that are out there, but, uh, but also aren't uh, generating from a conversion rate standpoint, aren't generating the, the right uh, opportunities. The other side of it is like, you can, you know, you can start to see like where there's uh, potentially even a leaky funnel through your, through that customer journey, meaning that as you're bringing somebody in through the awareness stage, they go through the consideration stage, but all of a sudden you're not converting at a higher rate than what you're used to with different channels. Uh, you can start to see like, Oh, look, we're not uh, converting into a sale or, uh, you know, from the buying stage, we're not seeing that, 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 that customer, uh, through that entire process, we can see like where there's, uh, you know, a, 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 like what we call a leaky funnel. So, um, so it allows you to focus in and, and dive deeper into where those, uh, opportunities are, are potentially being missed. Um, the other cool thing about attribution, I, I just kind of want to point this out, um, Greg, is yeah. that, you know, you can do deep dives into your, your customer base as well. So if you, you know, one of the cool things is that you can model out like a successful customer. So if you bring in, you know, a, a decent size, you know, enterprise customer or a customer you want to like maybe model um, from a from a company perspective, you can get uh, you can do a deep dive into how they came in, what what pieces of content they digested. Uh, through the funnel process, uh, what that customer journey looked like. Um, and you can you can start to say like, oh yeah, we want to do this more often. So we're going to try this again and see if this is another. And so you start to kind of build a picture um, 
an understanding of like, Hey, yeah, this is like, we want this, this customer was, you know, was uh, fruitful for us, but also it was a fast, uh, uh, a fast, um, uh, time to conversion, um, or fast time to, to customer. It was much faster than our normal process. Let's try to model that more often and see if there's more of that, that we can do. So again, it gives you sort of those, those opportunities as well. So, um, and, uh, so that's another area that I, I, I liked about attribution too, is that you can do a deep dive into everything about that customer that came in and how they came in and what they did. So, um, so it's important to like really kind of, it, it made me feel like, Hey, look, I, I have at least a, a winning hand here on how I could, uh, replicate this as many times as I possibly can to get better results. And at the end of the day, that's what you're looking for from a marketing perspective is how much pipeline can you build and then how fast can that, that how fast does that pipeline close you know diving a little more into some of the use cases so you know multi-touch attribution can work well for both b2c and b2b marketers even though you know there's some differences in approach and and tactics may differ and things so why don't you talk a little bit about that um some of the differences between um multi-touch attribution approach for b2c versus uh, b2b marketers yeah, I, th I think it like like you said, it, it works well with um, both sides of the equation, right? So like, I mean, you're still going through, I mean, essentially the customer journey is what you're trying to replicate. And so on the B2C side, obviously there's, it's a lot of times more plentiful in terms of like the numbers that are coming in as opposed to uh, one company coming in, two companies, you know, what the size of the, the organizations and um, so the, the strategies obviously are a little bit different in terms of like your advertising campaigns and your content mix and how the user is coming in and, um, and, and, and actually finding what they need on your site, you know, tracking those pages, like what are they doing when they jump on your site? Like, what is that, what does that journey look like? Or is the, is the pricing page like resonating when they jump on it? Or are you able to see that and say like, oh yeah, there's a lot of like people come over on, on the B2C side. People come over, see the pricing, and then they jump, and it's like not that big a deal. Or they get into the checkout area, and it's like, oh, all of a sudden they jump. And so maybe there's opportunity there to optimize that as a as a marketer. So, you know, understanding those analytics again kind of gets back. It's 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 in a lot of ways it's very similar, like between the B two C the B two B side of things. Um, it's just what attribution allows you to do is really kind of get that that full picture of what's actually happening. So. Um, and again, like I said, the, the tactics obviously are a lot different between B2B and B2C and the strategies are a lot different. Um, but at the end of the day, you're really, what you're trying to do is get your, you know, understand like why people are finding you as a, as a brand, what they do when they come in, um, how they interact with your website, how they interact with your content, how they interact with your other ad, ad platforms that are out there. And, um, and then the, the secondary piece of it is like, you know, how do they buy, you know, how are they coming in and then buying at that point? Whereas, you know, um, and then obviously B2C, it's more about speed and through the checkout process more so than anything on the, e like more, in, like, I guess more on the e-com side of things, but yeah. on the B2B side, it's a little, it's a little longer a lot of times, but uh, still very similar in, in those aspects. And, um, you know, and that actually brings up another point that attribution also solves. Um, it's, uh, you know, and I, I, want to just kind of talk through this is that, you know, in a lot of ways, what some of the, some of the struggles that I think a lot of marketers get is, uh, you know, they're getting, they're, they're running a bunch of different ad channels. Um, and 
So they get conversions that are, you know, through different analytics tools or insights that they're running through those ad channels and they're all counting those conversions, right? So they all count them as like one conversion. And so you may get one customer come in and you get like three or four, you know, conversions that are being counted from those ad channels. And so you think like, Hey, look, we're getting a lot of conversions from, you know, these, this marketing mix, but the reality is it's one customer. And so you get, you really, the, the, the other solve that um, attribution brings, and I think it's it's also very important, is you know being able to like add like uh, you know, hey, look, if it was top of funnel, you get a percent. If it's middle of the funnel, you get a percent. If it's bottom of the funnel, you get a percent. And so all of a sudden now that that one customer is being counted once as opposed to multiple times. So, and that's where it could also you know when you're looking back and you're looking at your ad spend and you're looking at what's working, what's not working. Um, what it does is it, it actually makes you, it's, you know, it's one customer, it's not multiple, you're not getting multiple conversions. So you don't feel, you know, you may not feel as good about like, Hey, we're, you know, instead of us getting five conversions, we're only getting one, uh, you know, so now it's four less than what you thought you were getting. But at the end of the day, it, it makes you smarter in terms of like how you go about um, uh, targeting those, those different channels. And, and doing more of it. And, and so what's the ultimate goal of all of this is to drive and produce uh, higher revenue at the end of the day. Right. And that's what we're all judged on and what, how many sales we're bringing in, the number of logos we're bringing in, all of that plays a big role in the success that we're in the success that we're, uh, we're driving here, whether it's in marketing sales or, you know, product uh, engineering, everybody has a say in that, in that process. And, so I think that that's what we're all judged on. And so if you can do more of that and actually show like, hey, this is what is actually producing uh, really kind of, you know, uh, you know, can paint a, a really nice picture on how to move forward and um, and give you more realistic uh, um, uh, opportunities. And, and again, like I said before, like driving more uh, demand gen uh, opportunities. So, yeah. yep. Well, one last question before we wrap up here. Um, for marketers that are not doing this and, and want to get started, what's what's the best way for somebody to, to wrap their head around, you know, initial things they should be thinking about? How do they get started? What, what are yeah. your thoughts for them? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, some of the basics that I think sometimes are lost in, in a lot. One of the things I see a lot when I when I join an organization is that, you know, you have different um, engines moving, right? You have a, you have a, a data engine moving. Um, you have a content engine that's being produced. You have uh, you have uh, somebody working on demand gen advertising. You have somebody working on social media. You know, you have all these like fragmented areas within the organization, and you really aren't in, in a lot of ways. And I, I don't want to say this. Obviously, it's not for everybody, but like one of the things that I I try to do is really try to organize like where what pieces of content do we have and which ones are doing the best at the top of the funnel, which, which campaigns, like what ABM campaigns maybe uh, that are driving like awareness as opposed to, and, you know, again, those, those goals are a little bit different, obviously, uh, you know, when you're, when you're going through like, so like an ABM campaign um, and if you're doing an ABM campaign, that's more of awareness uh, your goals aren't really at the end of the day to drive, um, you know, uh, uh, lead gen as much or conversions as much as it is about like, Hey, we want to drive engagement. We want to see people download our content. We want to see people, uh, and, you know, share our content. We want to see people like, you know, read and open it up and, you know, whether it's an, and it can be like an email campaign as well, you know, all of that kind of plays into it. So 
Um, so I think that, you know, the first thing that you would want to do is make sure that your everything is um, what you have a strategy behind every piece of your every campaign that you're running, every channel that you have, and that, you know, like, hey, this is meant to do this and this is meant to do that. So going into it and the reason why I say this, Greg, is because going into it and understanding like where everything is will allow you to then once you start to put these analytics in place and once you put the analytics in place, it'll allow you to be smarter in terms of like, hey, yeah, this was what we were trying to do. And yes, we are getting this, the results that we were expecting out of it. Or, oh, no, we weren't getting we're not getting the expected results out of it. So it immediately shows you where uh, what's what is uh, what in your marketing mix is working and doing really well and some that aren't doing as, as well. So um, so getting started is is pretty um, easy in terms of like just, you know, making sure that everything's organized. But then, you know, obviously, you know, uh, come to attribution. Uh, we'll certainly uh, talk to you about, uh, you know, understand a little bit more about your business uh, modeling, uh, what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, and then also, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly demo the product for you and show you where, um, uh, you know, what we can do. Like, and, and that's, that's, side of, that's the other side of it so that you can, you can get a better um, understanding of what, you know, what the dashboard looks like, how the reports work, all of that stuff. And, um, and we'll also, you know, talk to you about your integrations and what, you know, how it all kind of works together and how fast we could get set up. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the, the ease of it. So. Nice. Yeah. Great. Well, David, thank you so much for uh, joining the show. For those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you're doing? Uh, you can go to our um, our website, attributionapp.com backslash blog. Um, we're updating. We, we're launching uh, new products every day. Um, we have a great, as a matter of fact, we're, we're launching a new product um, called the Data Connector um, and uh, allows you as a, as a user um, of our product to uh, in, you know, bring in uh, 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 more data for your data scientists who want to like uh, model out um, more attribution uh, uh, data and you want to see different reporting and allows them to do that. So, uh, so, you know, so you can go and, and, and take a look there. Plus we're all, also, we're updating our um, integrations every day and updating those and adding to them. Um, so, uh, so you can go there and we, we generally update everybody um, at the blog. Uh, but we also, um, you know, we'll, we'll also, we have social media out there through LinkedIn, Facebook, and, um, and Twitter as well. Great. Well, yeah, no, and I'm looking forward to talking with you some more uh, on, in some future episodes as well. Um, well, again, uh, I'd like to thank David Hiltner, a CEO of Attribution, for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom in this special episode of the show brought to you by Attribution, an advanced multi-touch attribution company that empowers every marketer with the data to convert more buyers and maximize ROI. You can learn more about Attribution at www.attributionapp.com. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Agile Workforce, from my website at theagile.world. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.